If you got a job like me where you can put one earbud in and listen to shit all day, just gain that knowledge, man. Fill that fucking brain up with positive shit instead of nonsense, bullshit. Fuck politics. Fuck all the divisive culture out there in the world. Fuck your latest reality show, stuff like that. Get some knowledge in your motherfucking brain. You want to take an hour out of your day and decompress and just have nonsense going through your mind? Okay, cool. But for the rest of your day, be plotting and planning and fucking strategizing to get your life into a place where you're actually fucking happy and where you want it to be. That's what I do all the time. People always say, oh, why don't you ever have fun, Harkos? Why don't you ever let loose? Because what the fuck am I going to celebrate? Mediocrity? No, that ain't shit to me. I'm not going to fucking go out on a Friday night just because it's Friday and I finished my week to celebrate another day of getting a fucking check and not getting any progress in my life. No, I'll celebrate with a fucking vacation once I'm actually fucking self-funded by my own shit. What's up, y'all? Harkos here with the Music Making Sense podcast, and we are actually back for our first ever part two of an episode because we were breaking down in the last episode um, a video from the independent podcast with nick d and wendy day was the guest on that and uh we got so much to cover in it that we had to go in and uh create a second part of it so of course with me as always is the one the only denim dan man himself (laughs) man kp with me as always uh, exactly. Oh, there's the class again. As always, we got to do the class after I introduce KP. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So at the end of last episode, we told you that um, you know, we're just basically just we just I stopped the recording and we were just restarted it and we're just gonna keep diving in. We just like we we just got done shooting the episode part one. Um, so right. if you haven't watched episode one, you know part one, make sure you go back and check that out. Um, mm-hmm. these will be releasing in the same week. Um, in the long form version, short form version, that's, that's a different story, but the long form version, I'll be able to get that <laughs> in the same week. But, but yeah, so, so as we said on the last episode, this is the independent podcast. It's spelled in, it has no vowels in it, right? Just like everything else in new age shit, but it's spelled N D P N D N T. I actually had to fucking read that off while I was looking at it, <laughs> but it's the independent podcast. Nick D is a hell of an artist uh, with a yeah, massive business sense. And it's, it's very, very interesting because he, um, he started really taking music seriously in 2019. Right. And by the end of 2023, he was doing um, 3 million streams a day just on Spotify. A day, right? Mm. Not a year, nothing like that. A day. He's got over a billion streams total in his catalog. It's insane what this guy has been able to do because he has a business sense to himself. You know what I'm saying? And right. a lot of it has to do with the fact, excuse me. A lot of it has to do with the fact that he originally, before he started taking music seriously as a, as a career, he started his own photography and videography company where he was doing weddings and shit like that. So he already had a sense for content. He already had a business sense. And so he put those together with another one of his passions, which is music and kind of Mm -hmm. ramped it up from there. So, you know, he talks about in this episode where he was basically, yes, he had that going for him, but he stacked skills. You know what I'm saying? He gained skills and stacked them. And that's what's necessary to build your own business. You can't come into this fucking shit, try to build a business and have no skills or only have one or two skills. It's like, yo, I'm sick behind a mic. Let me go ahead and start my own LLC and then I'll be on. It's like, no, 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 that's not how you you do it. You got to actually have a business sense as well as planning and maybe even a little of experience of failing. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's within music or whether it's in a whole different genre of business, you got to have that experience and stuff like that. And so... Um, yeah, we got a few more clips that we're going to go over and kind of discuss on this. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up the the first one here that I want to go into that has to do with him talking about just that, the business sense of it that he has versus what some other people have. So here goes right here. It's not it's not rocket science. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's really not. And this really does all come down to math. You know, if if you know that you need to reach 50 people to get one fan Mm -hmm. and you want a thousand fans. Mm -hmm. That's math. Just reach those people. Yeah. Most people, their, their struggle is with the art and then knowing how to operate a business. And and if you're independent artists, you need to operate, you need to move like a business. I think most people don't focus enough on moving like a business and they think good music is enough. 
when in reality making good music there's a plenty of people way more talented than me that don't make a living off music way more talented than connor way more talented than anyone you All think of, of. <laughs> yes yeah. combined All that, of that are not making a living off music because they either don't want to or they can't figure out how to connect and operate like a business exactly so yeah so right there like that's what he was saying is that like there's plenty of people way more talented than him. And this is kind of how we wrapped up the last episode was we were talking about, you know, the difference between talent and business sense. He said, there's way more people, way more talented than me. They just don't yeah. have the business sense. You know what I'm saying? And we all know people like that. And, and you know, that's where that's me and near almost in. anybody in the people. music. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what he was basically saying. He's like, look, yeah. you just got to have the business sense for it and stuff like that, you know? And so I think that's key right there to separate what we, what you were talking about at the end of the last episode, where there's a difference between the, the talent can only get you so far. And just because you're talented doesn't mean that you're going to go. You got to have the business sense to it. You know what I'm saying? Very much so. Yeah, absolutely. and it, it just seems like so many. It's just why, and and it's so it's frustrating because you know it's that attitude that a lot of artists take that they don't want to make. They're like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not worried about making money or any of that crap." And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. because you don't really want because you don't understand the business, and you rather just you just rather just phone it in. Phone, yeah, that's it. And it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's like, dude. You got to learn this. It's so, it's so vital to learn about this business, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we can't stress wanna, it enough. Yeah, especially if you want to be a part of it. And I think we played, yeah, we played the, uh, on the last episode, we played a clip where Wendy Day was talking about, you know, yeah, you got to have the business aspect. You know, if you just want to do it as a hobby, okay, fine. Do it as a hobby. We're not talking to you. We're talking about the people yeah. who want to actually make a living off of it. Start earning income. If you want to earn income, you got to focus on the business or at least have some money to hire somebody who knows the business well and can help you out. One of the two, right? And if not, if you don't want to put any of that in, just keep making it as a hobby and shut the fuck up about trying to make money off of it. You know? And like what you said, a lot of people will be like, Oh, well, I don't care about the money, man. It's all about the art and everything. I think that's a cop out because it they is. don't want to, they don't want to take the time to either learn or take the money to invest in themselves to move it into a business. Well, it's like they want to it, it's so weird because it's like all of it's like whenever they talk about making money with music, then they're all getting into like they start getting they start bringing up politics and and capitalism and 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 record labels and it's demonic and, and racism and everything else. Right. And it's mm -hmm. like. Well, you see, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating. It's like, man. okay, yeah, there may be a system stacked against you with all these different things, you know, racism and the business structure right. and the, you know, the greediness and all that shit. Okay, fine. How are you going to fucking rise above it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're either going to, you're either going to be a victor or a victim of it. Which one are you going to do? Are you just going to be a victim? Okay, then sit in the fucking corner and cry, you little bitch. Or are you going to be a victor and you're going to get the fuck up and let's rock with it? You know what I'm saying? One or two. Right. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce. And not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. All right. I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now. All right. And you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website, all right? That's TNHotSauceCo.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. You guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great great flavors my personal favorite is poblano jalapeno it has a mild kick to it because i'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices but it has great great flavor i put it on all kinds of stuff i put it on steaks i put it on burgers when i'm cooking them i put it on tacos and enchiladas stuff like that as well too but i've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero 
and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple, and it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom! I got hit in the ass with a habanero, and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors, and they have all kinds of different options. They have the collection, which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces. They also have different subscription boxes. You have a three-sauce option, a four-sauce option, yearly and bi-yearly options is available as well, too, for the boxes. Then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried. Yet. I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion. Those are two that look very, very interesting and I want to try them out. One thing I did try is one of their new options that they have here, which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky. But like I said, I love the poblano jalapeno sauce. And whenever I tried this jerky, no bullshit, I ate the whole bag before I can even sit down and shoot this promo right here. All right. And so luckily I know the owner, like I said, so I got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there all right so again make sure y'all go over tnhotsauceco.com use promo code mmcpod at checkout and save 20% on your order and on top of that orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States so again make sure you go check this out small Small batch, small brand, but powerful flavors, Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. Now, let's get back to the show. And I don't even, you know, and it's funny, but like, I don't even, to be real with you, when you think about it, um, systemic race, when we look at racism, I think that's, that's just over, I think that's an overall thing. But like, what I'm yeah. saying more so is, because, and, and, and here's the thing. Right, like when we look at um, more so what I'm just saying is, well, I wasn't talking about just racism. I'm talking no, about no, no, no. Like, I get, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Well, 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 and the reason I'm saying is because I think that that one, I think, I think racism in music is such a complex thing where that's I, mm. and, and and I'm saying and I mean that because and what I'm saying that is because just the way things are unfortunately and i mean i'm not i'm you're right i mean a lot of us mm -hmm. we do it becomes it becomes a crutch so i get where you're coming from on that but what i'm right, saying yeah. is like where i see and and i and i speak this and i also say this because we look at white musicians as well and and because mm -hmm. a lot of them were the ones who would say to me about just having the good time right mm -hmm. not wanting to make money right and with them they and, use and, the and, greediness and, of the corporations and the big companies the big labels are fucking them over you know what i'm saying they don't they, everybody's right. got an excuse you know as, right. as to why they haven't achieved even and and even like with um even the whole thing of like, oh, well, they're just giving it to all the overpaid Negroes, right? Like, they're just, that's, Whatever, that's yeah. why you got Beyonce and that, yeah, Beyonce is richer and, and it's like, yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, but always, what made her, even, yeah, but what made her stand out from the whole fucking crew that she was with when she first started? Right. You know what I'm saying? Her, How'd she go yeah. from a group act to a solo act to a superstar act? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How'd she do that? Is it because she sold out? Okay, maybe. But what's the likelihood that both her and Jay-Z both sold out and are at the levels that they're at now? Pretty yeah. rare, right? There Pretty has rare. to be something else in there. There's that business sense that they either brought those people around them or they had it within them. One of the two yeah. or both. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why it's like, look, like I tell people all the time, like, look, this whole planet, this whole life that you're in mm -hmm. is is rigged for you to die. There's an expiration date on your life and mm -hmm. it's going to come one way or another. There's wow. virus and bacteria that are constantly trying to kill you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's fucking weather, natural events, and then just other fucked up humans. There's 
accidents that could happen while you're driving down the road, all kinds of things. You could die at any fucking minute. This world is rigged for you to fucking fail in death, right? That's right. how you fail is by death. So you got to figure out while you're alive, how do you win as much as possible? You know what I'm saying? And so Fair. that's yeah. that's kind of like yeah. the, that's the message yeah. that I always try to, to preach to people. Yeah, I'm just like you. I'm just like KP. I'm just like anybody else listening right now. I have my times when, like KP was talking about at the beginning of last episode, I have the times too where I feel like I'm a complete fucking failure. You know what I'm saying? I got my fucking shit, my demons inside of me that tell me that like, yo, Harkos, how can you tell people how to fucking, you know, run a successful music business, stuff like that when you ain't done it, blah, 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 stuff like that. You know, anytime I try to fucking make some waves and some stuff, I always have roadblocks in front of me. I feel defeated a lot, but I always sit there and I think, you know what? Fuck this shit. Cause I'm not dead yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep fucking grinding with it. And that, and that's just what you got to do, you know? And there's so many different ways to fucking do it. And it's really, really, if you just sit back and you clear your head and you take that bullshit out, right? You take that bullshit, the, the victimology, the feeling bad, for, sorry for yourself, the feeling defeated, you take that away and you're like, all right, what do I need to do? How can I fucking do this? So you're sitting here, you're an artist. You're like, all right, all right, all right. Look, I'm with you, Harkos. I'm with you, KP. I want to make music. Fuck all the excuses. I want to make money off music. Fuck all the excuses. How can we do it? Well, luckily, another clip right here that we got a good segue to go into is Windy Day. <laughs> Windy Day and Nick D and Connor is his name. I, I didn't know his name, but Connor and then okay. his wife, uh, Brianna or whatever. But anyway, okay. they are going to talk about it right here right now they actually at the beginning of the episode towards the beginning of the episode they asked wendy what are the five things an independent artist can do the five easiest things keyword too the easiest things the cheapest the easiest things that five things that the artist can do to start making money off of their music as an independent artist not assigned to anything either as 100 percent independent right and she goes into it so um let me go ahead and just get that get that clip right here for you and we'll go <laughs> All right, guys, um, we have one left. So streaming, merch, mm -hmm. touring, brand deals. Mm. Yeah, Hit what, us with what, the five, What Wendy. would be a number five? Pick one, huh? Okay. Um, so, so for newer artists that they could easily do, I want to I say selling information of some sort, like build some sort of funnel. Mm -hmm. um, mm. So whatever your whatever your hobby is let's say you enjoy cooking i would love to see the artist set up a youtube channel for whatever their passion is other mm -hmm. than music so wow. yep. it could be um one of my clients loves to travel and he films everywhere he goes and every three weeks or so he's someplace else jamaica france um uh morocco so we're setting up a travel channel for him and we're going to monetize that. Yep, um, another one of my clients loves to cook. So <clears throat> we've been shooting a lot of, and we, and we shoot all in one day. So not for the travel, but for the food, <laughs> um, he's making like five different meals in one day. So we're yeah. shooting like on a Sunday and it's giving us content for the whole month. Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. not, this is not as difficult as, mm -hmm. as people watching this or thinking oh my god i'm always gonna be yeah, shooting no no you're not batch you film you, you batch film it's how i do my podcast yeah we shoot two a day and mm -hmm. we post one a week so that we're always you know we're mm -hmm. always ahead so he's making multiple meals on youtube and talking about it and his music is playing in the background yep. and his shazam shot up yeah. Oh my God! Music in yeah. the back. Then all of a sudden, you have a cookware brand deal, or a yes, you know, and yes. it's just another. Wow. I mean, I don't it's know if you know. Way, it's another way to bring fans in because it's like, oh, yeah. oh, I love his food. What? He's a rapper. You're gonna, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. I don't, if you don't already know, I have my podcast, The Freddy Show. Do you know of it? No. Okay. Oh my God! So She's gonna love it, this. It has one. It has one. Uh, 1.8 million followers on TikTok. It's a podcast with me and my friend. We're just talking about whatever. Now, the same time ish that Fine Apple started to go, uh, I was also doing the Freddie Show. The Freddie Show grew to a million followers within like a month or and a half, like a month and a half, two months. We had a million followers on it. Now, there was a lot of comments when I posted because I have two separate accounts for it, and I posted on my music account me singing Fine Apple, and then. A lot of the comments were, is this the guy from the podcast? Is this like, oh, I love this guy from the podcast. So now they recognize me. They like me on a human level mm. first. They think you're funny. They think I'm funny. And then they're immediately a fan. 
I love that because that's what you need. It's the connection. You're building fans through a connection. And whether they're connecting to your podcast or yeah. your sense of humor or your music, as long as you make great music and you do, it's going to, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? The connection's going to happen. Yeah. And, as a consumer, and, that's how I first found you, Nick. I saw Pineapple, then I saw you talk about. That's the one thing, like, for you, and, and, and I was saying this because, like, when I, y'all don't realize how good Hark is as a rat, as an MC, y'all. Like, and I sit here and I say this because I listen to him, right? I listen to his music. And it's crazy when I'm listening to you on the podcast, here when we talk on the podcast, and I'm just like, I would love for you to, like, that's why I'm always encouraging you to really put your music out on here. And it, especially, like, in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the bios and stuff like that, in the descriptions. Because you have you have such your lyrics are great content. Like mm -hmm. you paint pictures with it. Like, and that's the thing. Like you if you're you know, when you when you're a, an artist, you know, the thing is that the reason why we, we as musicians call ourselves artists too is because psychologically we see colors when we're playing, when we're writing, when we're writing and playing, or, you know what I'm saying? We see these colors. When we write them as vocalists, that's why we talk about, you know, when you talk about blood or you talk about the, the description of an African and things like that, it's pic these are pictures. You can see what you're talking about when you're, when you're, when you're listening to you, right? And that's why for me, it's like, I'm, I encourage you so much to put your music out here because the way it connects with the podcast, like even I think what would be a cool thing to do now is like, we can also like the intro we could use instead of using that conga flow. Now we could go, let's use one of your flows. Right. right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then that opens up a new door. Like people now are going to get a chance to listen to you. They get to hear mm -hmm. your music. Right. And even for me, like, I think a lot of people, and I was telling you about, you know, people wanting to hear my voice as well. And that's why I know we, that's why we also connect because we're primarily, primarily you and I, we're, we're, we're vocalists, right? That's why we are great podcasters. That's why we do make a great podcast. And you write, you write hip hop and I write metal. But we're both lyricists. We're both we and we're both vocalists. So we have this gift to where we can utilize that, and people will we'll have people who will gravitate to us because of that reason, mm -hmm. right? Y and, and, yeah, and and that's what I was thinking. Well, I said it. I said it in the it was about the middle of last episode mm -hmm. how I'm going to work on a a, a small course on how to create tiktok music videos and i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'm gonna t label it like that for multiple different reasons because mm -hmm. i think that tiktok versions of music videos are going to be good not only will tiktok allow you to do up to 10 minutes on a video so you can do the whole music video in tiktok format up and down but also it makes it so much easier to clip and then it's made for short form content short form content so yeah, yeah so in this in this episode wendy day had talked about how she has an artist who made like a club track and he actually shot it in tiktok format 100 percent. and she was like thank you for the love of fucking god somebody finally gets it <laughs> right and right. so she's like she's like you know how easy that is I just chop into like seven, eight different clips done. You know what I'm saying? Now we got like seven, eight fucking pieces of content for like a couple weeks, you know, for, for this track. And, and plus you can put it out in full length on everything. And it's an up and down format, easy peasy, because that's where most people fucking go on social media is on their phone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Vertical. And, and, and so there's that. And, you know, I appreciate you saying that about, about me and my lyrics and everything like that. It's dope. But, but what I want to do with this, with this podcast is about showing and stuff like that. And I kind of wanted to keep them separate. Like what he was saying, like, yeah, we kind of talk about, you know, me making music, you making music, stuff like that as well too. Because like the motto that I kind of just came up with one day for the show is for artists by artists. Right. And we might right. start putting that in like in the intro or whatever too, but is that we're artists who have figured out how to do this shit from the ground up. 
and we're wanting to give that information out. And yeah, there's some people who will talk shit to me, for instance, NKP will talk shit to us and say, oh, well, you're not popping like Nick D. So why the fuck would I listen to you? It's like, look here, yeah. motherfucker. I know more than you. I may not know as much as Nick D, but I'm listening to the fuck what he's saying. I'm taking all of the information he's going to give out. Right. But we vouch I know more than you. Yeah, exactly. But it's like talking about. Yeah. But it's like, look, I know more than you. You're still running on your legal name Facebook page marketing your music instead of actually having your artist name Facebook page marketing your fucking music. Shut the fuck up and listen, right? Like basic shit you don't even have covered. So don't talk to me because I'm not a fucking millionaire, multimillionaire and saying I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I know more than you. So shut the fuck up. Right. And, 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 you know, <laughs> I can tell you that, uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just how I feel a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm but, you, man. but this would do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the truth, though. I got to calm myself down a little bit after that. But it's the truth. But like she was saying, like, Look, I've been saying that shit for how long? As long as you've known me, KP, I've been, yep. fuck, you can ask one of my guys who I know, <laughs> motherfucker, I know you listen to these episodes. You just don't want to give me the fucking props for it. So I don't give a shit. Just keep listening, right? There's this one artist I know. <laughs> and I know he's listening because of the moves he keeps making on social media. <laughs> motherfucker. And, uh. Uh, Mr. Pierce, I know you. I might have fucked up your last name, but I know you're listening, right? Because I don't call him by his legal name, but I call I, I call him by his artist name, but I'm not going to say it out here. I'm not going to call him out like that. But I know he's listening because a couple years ago when I came out with my formula and everything like that, like, hey, create a music video for every single track, put one out a month and fucking have short form content, have other non-music related interest-based content. I came up with this in like 2020 or some shit like that, right? I was like, yo, we need, you start doing this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, you're big on fashion, yada, yada. I keep talking about this motherfucker all the time and I know he's listening because I keep seeing stuff implemented. He started making more short form content. And recently I just noticed he took some of his music videos from multiple years ago and reposted them with a little bit different title on his YouTube. And guess what happened? With his short form content he's been putting out on a semi-regular basis, he redid those. Now all of a sudden, they got over 2,000 fucking views in a couple of weeks on those new music videos. And I've been seeing people react on his social media like, yo, man, I love that one, that one EP that you just put out. That EP's five years old. But guess what? <laughs> I love that shit that you just put out because it's brand new content on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like he revitalized his old shit, revamped us a smidge, put it back out. Now he may be listening to other people as well, but I know goddamn well. I was just talking about how I'm doing that with one of the artists I'm working with, Ill Gordon, how we're repackaging some shit. And all of a sudden I just saw he did that within the last two weeks. All right. It's, it's the end of January right now. Within the month of January, he started doing that. Right. You know, wow. other things like that. So like, you know, and just what Wendy Day was saying, look, non-music related stuff, have stuff like that. People will connect with you on both levels. And that's a way that you can monetize other things to help fund your music. If you have a cooking show, like what she was talking about, right? That artist with a cooking show. If you're an artist like that, you love to cook, have a cooking show. Have it be separate from your artist shit, right? All right, y'all. Let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous, okay? It's called HorribleDesigns.com. And I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you got to go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous 
ridiculous shirts and stickers, coffee mugs, everything like that, anything that you can ever think about having just to get people's attention, make a statement out in public, and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time. And like I said, I know the owner, so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop. You will not only support Music Making Sense Podcast, but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below. So make sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know all right now let's get back to the show and maybe you have the same name right you know what i'm saying like like for instance if it was me for instance if it was me it's like harcos fucking chopping it up in the kitchen right whatever that's the name of my youtube channel and then i got my harcos music is a totally different fucking channel right and Mm -hmm. i don't cross promote them Maybe, like he said, have the music in the background while you're on or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that way the Shazams go through the fucking roof, right? And then and then you're creating the content and people are liking you for that. And you can monetize off of that with brand deals or sponsorships, running ads on your fucking podcast, whatever the situation is, right? People like you for doing that. And then not only are your Shazams going up because your music is in that content, which, yeah, I get what you're saying with me starting to put it in our content here, KP, for the same reason. Mm-hmm. But also, people are building that connection with you. And just like what happened with Nick D, where he was like, where he put out his music stuff, and people were all of a sudden start commenting, yo, is this the dude from the Freddie podcast? Because mm-hmm. it went in the same realm. And when they say, because. Realm. You know what I'm saying? Because you use your music in one piece of content and then you use it in another piece of content on a totally different channel for a totally different reason, it connects. And then people, the algorithm sees that stuff and they're like, oh, you like this song from this artist? Oh, well, guess what? That song from this artist is also on this podcast, which he is a host of as well, too. The algorithm knows that shit. All right. Yeah. All this AI that they're releasing out here to the public and stuff like that with these large language models, those aren't really AI. These social media companies have the real AI that knows <laughs> intent. All right. These these the AI that these social media companies have no intent. They know feeling. They know emotion. They know context. They know all that shit. They know all, all of right? it. Yeah, all of it. Right. But they're yeah. letting us play around <laughs> with crazy. all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And they've had this stuff for decades. You know what I'm saying? Facebook yeah, has like had an algorithm the for the scraps. whole time. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they keep give giving us, us the scraps. scraps. It's just like with cell phones, with cell phones too. Cell phones didn't start being massively to the public until after the military had already had for decades. The internet used to be called the intergalactic worldwide web or something like that, right? Yeah. Intergalactic something. I can't remember what it was called, but it was first developed by the, by, well, the CIA funded it through Incutel, but either way, the CIA had a big hand in developing it because they wanted to use it for military purposes, for communication all around the globe with military assets, right? Blah, 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 stuff like that. Shit always gets passed down. But no, look, Harcos has been saying this for fucking years for some people who know him personally. Wink, wink, nod, nod, Mr. Mr. Man. And then also I've been saying <laughs> on this podcast, I've been saying on this podcast for like, what, eight months that we've been rocking right. with this shit since June? You know what I'm saying? June, July, somewhere in there. I've been saying mm-hmm. the same fucking thing. I've been saying on my social media. Well, now Wendy Day, a legend in her own right, and fucking Nick D, who's an up-and-coming fucking brand-new legend to the game because of how he's fucking maneuvered it so quickly and so efficiently. And it's just him and his dude. And he has a fucking music lawyer. That's it. And he's getting over 3 million streams a day on fucking Spotify alone. Okay? Right. This dude doesn't have a big right. team, right. nothing right. like that and stuff. Wendy, she goes into a little bit right here where she talks about having a team has helped her a lot because she used to work one-on-one exclusively with artists. Well, now mm-hmm. she has like eight people that work with her so they can help a lot more artists because having one other person is not just like having two people. It's like having three now, right? And she's and got so, the cheat code with a uh, shout-out to uh, exactly. Kingpin and Ferrari. Oh, okay, yeah. there's that too. I have no clue your context, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, no, she she has her own podcast and stuff like that. She says she does batch batch content. Mm-hmm. Like batch content is key. That's what I'm talking about doing with shooting your own TikTok music video shit. 
is you go yeah. out, you spend a couple hours, you shoot some shit, you got batch content. You know, now you got you spend the next week or two fucking editing it down. Then you go back and you keep doing that. Once a week, you go create more content. And you spend a couple weeks editing it. You have a large context, a large amount of shit that you've got edited and some more stuff to do edit. Once you have enough to get you going for a few weeks, you start scheduling out those posts of the done stuff. And then you work on the undone stuff and you just keep going with it. Right. You just keep rocking with it. And then yeah, eventually but- you'll gain enough traction to where you can start making some income, making- doubling down in that, growing that. And then, yeah, get yourself a fucking freelance video editor or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get you some stuff like that to take that off to where you can start focusing more and more on the craft and being the brand face and not have to worry about the back end shit if you don't want to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But um, the cheat code is, uh, there's a podcast. If you guys uh, check it out, if I'm, I, 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 we're sus- I subscribe to it on our channel. But um, the cheat code is a podcast with her, um, Kingpin, Rap Jock, Juggernaut, and um, Ferrari Simmons. Um, they, they talk about they talk about music. They talk about the business. They and um, they have this, uh, three of them sitting at a table, and they they talk. They pretty much do what we do. So mm-hmm. that's why I was yeah, bringing that up. So yeah, you guys check out the cheat code. Also, you'll get a chance. Um, um, yeah, we can check out check out the cheat code your, yourself, uh, Harcos, because then you'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's no, I'll, che- a lot of I'll check it out. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I'll check it out. I didn't know about that. But yeah, so like this next clip I want to talk I want to show is um is uh is uh it's pretty cool. It's it's about that double up, right? That I was just right. talking about. I didn't even mean to intentionally segue into that. I was just looking at the <laughs> notes I have, I'm like, oh, I'll just do that one. But it's about that double up where you take one fan and turn them into two and take two and turn them into four and keep on going like that and how beneficial that can be because it's actually a numbers game. You know, right. If, if like, you know, Nick says in this and other pieces of content, and it's a hundred percent true when you take, you take any sales class, they'll tell you the same thing. You need, this is going to sound a little perverted, but you need to touch people at least seven times before they actually buy. Right now, what that right. means is a touch isn't actually like a Michael Jackson or a Pope yeah, we know. Touch, right? Come on, stop. Actual- you gotta do all that, bro. It's actually, it's actually, you know, you got to get in front of them. So what Nick will actually do is he'll put, the same type of clip, if not the same exact clip out multiple different times over the span of like a month or two. Right. But just title it a little bit differently. And then it hits differently each time. He's like, look, I could put the same clip out multiple times over the course of a month or two. And sometimes it'll get 10,000 views. Sometimes it'll get a million views. Sometimes they'll get a hundred thousand views. He's like, it varies. And it's the same fucking thing because it just depends on how much somebody's swiping that day. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that and how it hits with the algorithm and everything. It's a big numbers game. So you got to put it out there in order to get something. And a lot of these people I know, they'll be like saving, saving, saving for a big project and then push it all out at once instead of dripping that shit out consistently. And I know a few weeks ago I said that I've been hearing a lot of these big independent artists talk about you know, put out as much music content as possible, just keep moving out music. And I was like, you know, my my conspiracy theory mind makes it think like, oh, they want to do that to devalue music further and stuff like that. But with Mm -hmm. what Nick has been saying, I get what he's saying with that. Because just like what we talked about on the last episode and what they talk about in this fucking clip right here and this whole uh, podcast episode of Independent Podcast, they -hmm. talk about how it's about your at-bats. You know what I'm saying? And where like one song that you may fucking put your heart and soul into, it may just not hit. You can be sitting there trying to push it for six fucking months in multiple different ways and it just won't fucking hit. But a song that you took two minutes on one day and fucking just mm-hmm. threw it together and just shot it out there to the ether took the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it It's it's so random. It's a numbers game. that You just got to kind of do what you got to do. And so this next clip right here, it kind of ties in line with that. It's pretty dope. Let me get you on that real quick. Yeah, I'm going to say this again. I've said in a couple episodes, you might already know it. I'm sure you do. The thousand fan rule. Do you know that? So I'm just going to say it in case people are clicking because your name will be in the in the title is if you get a thousand true fans, a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars on you a year, that's six figures a year for making music. Do the math, right? That's six figures a year for music, whether that be $40 on a hoodie, uh, $15 on your album, $20 in streaming. And then twenty dollars on a show ticket. I don't know what the math I just did, but that's for <laughs> like, like sounds good to me. There you go. So it's not that difficult. It's not. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's really not. And this really does all come down to math. You know, if if you know that 
you need to reach 50 people to get one fan mm -hmm. and you want a thousand fans, mm -hmm. that's math. Just reach yeah. those people. Yeah. Most people, their, their struggle is with the art and then knowing how to operate a business. And, and if you're independent Correct. artists, you need to operate, you need to move like a business. That kind of covers the, the one that we talked about the other day. But what they say right there is it's a numbers game. Like, yeah. you know, like what she said, if you want to reach one new fan, you got to hit at least 50 people to try to get that because it's a numbers game. And, and you also got to target that in the right area as well, too. But that thousand fan rule, I thought was a really good thing to keep in mind. If you just have 1000 fans that spend $100 a year with you, that's $100,000 a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, getting a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars over the course of 365 days. Like if people like you as an artist and they like your music, they like you as a person, that is not that difficult. If you have a thousand people that rock with you hardcore enough to give you a hundred dollars over the course of a year, that's nothing to the poorest person. A hundred dollars a year is not shit, right? People spend way more on that on fucking sodas, let alone on anything else that is, actually something they, they enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So if you can connect with people on that personal level, then yeah, you can get them to spend a hundred dollars over the course of a year out of a thousand people, you just made a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And so if you have 10,000 people that spend a hundred or spend a hundred dollars over a year with you, see what I'm saying? It's not all about, you know, you just trying to fucking get $10,000 out of a year out of each fan. All you need is just like a hundred dollars or so. You know, I mean, fuck, if you had 10,000 fans and you get $10 from them a year, that's still $100,000. You know what I'm saying? How, how much easier would it be to get $10 over the course of a year from somebody than $100? Well, okay, cool. Now you got to up your game. Now you got to have 10,000 people that would give you $10. You know what I'm saying? And then now you're not asking for much of them. Now you can still be the purest artist that you are where you're like, I just want to make the music, man. I just want to touch these people. You know, I want to hold these people in my heart like KP holds Adam Calhoun in his heart, right? You just want to hold that fucking music in the heart and everything like that. It's easy. You can do it. But, you know, and you can just ask 10 bucks a year from them. That's it. You know, I mean, fuck, you can even do a dollar a month, make that $12, round it up, you know, a dollar a month from your fucking fans. And you're solid. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's not difficult. You fucking boiling inside because I said Calhoun, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> For those of y'all who know, KP is like boiling I inside. knew it was... <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's why I took me a big hit. And I took a big ass hit of a bowl and just said, all right, it's going to come. And sure enough. Yeah. Sure absolutely. enough. <laughs> absolutely. I have to, man. I have to. I was going to say some funny shit on the last episode that we cut, um, which technically was like an hour ago. But um, uh, you just kind of kept going and we went past it or whatever. But. But yeah, so um, so yeah, let me go ahead and get to get to one more clip about this, and then we'll kind of go from there on 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 everything else. My love for Adam me. Calhoun. Your love for Adam Calhoun, man. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, yeah, and then just another test to that, a testament to that is, I make most of my stuff, you know, alone in this room in my small town. Cakes comes, my friend Cakes comes a couple times a week. We grind some stuff out. But when I flew to them in Las Vegas, uh, I was like on fire for content, right? And because the creative energy was all there, we're all thinking about ideas. And that was the week mm -hmm. where I went on TikTok, back to back to back to back. Four million views, four million views, five million views, 18 million, million views, views, 12 million views. I like love that. back to back to back to back to back. And because like the energy was right. You know? can, can I restate the obvious, too, about yeah. what you just said? Yeah. Do more of what works mm -hmm. and less of what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So if you're posting and and I don't expect people to get to 17 million right away. Yeah. But even if you're getting a thousand views or 400 views mm -hmm. and then someone's getting 20 views, do more of the 400 and the thousand and less of the 20. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out what's working for you and do more of what's working. And don't be afraid to try new shit, like yeah. do different stuff and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right there, that part where they were just saying, I, I clipped out is, you know, 
it's like she just doubled down. She's like, yeah, what you do is right. You do more of what works. And she even said it straight there. I'm not expecting y'all to get 17 million fucking views, but do more of what gets 100 views or 400 views and less of what gets only 20 views because it kind of speaks to itself, you know? And I think that's one thing too is that, you know, when you're putting out all this content and stuff like that, you're testing the waters and you need to try it multiple different times, the same thing. But like what she said, if you're doing the same thing, and it's just, you, you know, you've tried a few different things, either randomly or whatever. You see something that works. As long as you're being raw, real in yourself, you're not going to feel like you're trying to be something you're not by doing what everybody likes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just being you, being raw and putting out your stuff, people are going to resonate with what they resonate with and then make more of that. You know, make less of it's not it's not 100% about what you want. It's about what they want. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's just key for everybody to keep in mind when it comes to 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 music, because I know some artists like we've talked about before, where they're like, oh, well, people love when I make that trap grimy shit. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, cool. Well, then keep making more of that. But if you feel empty while you're doing it, you weren't being real to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you just be real and mix in that same vibe of the trap grimy shit, but with some real talk shit. And then see if people resonate with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Try to figure out where you can be real and people resonate with it. And then do more of that. All right, y'all. Harkos here. I just want to take a quick little break from the episode to let every single one of you artists know about a great opportunity for you to grow your online presence through blogs and social media for 30 days for only $10. If you've already been checking out the podcast, you know I've already talked about this a little bit here and there, but I created 10 blog websites that all have their own social media presence on Twitter and Facebook, and they are growing leaps and bounds getting tens of thousands of impressions and eyeballs every single month and that's just not in total that's every single account i have a full video breakdown available for this on every platform where you're listening to this right here right now the episode is called how much marketing can ten dollars get you all right i go through a full explanation of it but if you've already watched that and you want to find out more go ahead and go to musicmakingsensepod.com send me a message in chat and i will get right back to you and we will get this rocking and rolling and get you growing on social media especially if you want to grow that presence on twitter or x this will definitely help you out like i said i got 10 blog websites with 10 different twitter accounts that have tens of thousands of impressions every single month you can be right there with them getting all those eyeballs and growing your presence online so make sure you hit me up right now musicmakingsensepod.com hit the chat button and send me a message and we will get you on point with this great new promotion all right let's get back to the episode yeah definitely and i mean and for just to kind of add on to that um go with whatever mood you truly feel Mm -hmm. i mean even if it's at the moment just go with it or and 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 also if you got something that you've written and you've yet to express it because you're afraid of the backlash that's the one you want to put out also absolutely because that's the one that's deepest to you You want to put it out there and Mm -hmm. let the backlash happen because for every negative there's going to be multiple positives yeah and i'm going through that i mean i'm just and it's funny when you just said that because i'm just sitting here thinking about a song that i wrote and my roommate and i were the former roommate we he he saw it on um instagram and we got into it and i just realized like that's the song I really want to put out. Like, and, and, and so you think about that, like your most, your most, and even your most, just like you were saying, just it's putting out your true feelings, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to tell everything. I get it. But whatever it is you're thinking, I mean, if it's fantasy, if you have these, if you have those fantasies that you can write a movie about, Mm-hmm. Put them out there, you know, and and I'm saying that because I look at I look at uh, Stephen King, and he's gonna be well. How old is he? About he's 
in his 70s. A thousand, thousand fifty, something like that, yeah. <laughs> you and your jokes about age. Oh, God. Just well, because no, he's been around since forever, man. He's been around. He's been around for a minute. But are we ever, I mean, would we ever, right now, I would never encourage him or discourage him from writing books. No, yeah, right? that's what, clearly what speaks to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Books and books, and then co-producing movies or whatever about the book. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying this to everybody who talks about rappers or singers who get a certain age. Stop telling them. Stop. Stop telling them to stop rapping or stop singing. Yeah. That's ridiculous too, because like, look at Tech Nine success. That motherfucker is older than you, KP. Like, he's pushing yeah. sixty. You know what I'm saying? And like, and the motherfucker didn't pop until he was in his forties. You know, late forties. Yeah. Because I mean, he's pushing sixty now. He's only been like really, really like pop, 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 popping for like twelve years or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're talking about mid forties, and he got started hella young. Sometimes it takes a long time. And see, that's one of the, the things that. I actually like about the new age shit now is that with technology and the micro niching of the internet, you can reach your fan base quicker, easier, and faster than what it used to take. Because I mean, fuck the first time I ever heard about tech nine was when he was opening for ICP. Like he had to stay within the ICP realm before he could even branch out further than that and do more unique things like, you know, working with a uh, surge from a uh, system of a down or uh, T-Pain Corey. or Lil Wayne or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Corey. Yeah. yeah. All those people, you know, like he was able to branch out and stuff like that and finally do more. But for the longest time, I mean, he wasn't able to. You know, he was able to make the music that he liked, you know, like Angelic and I'm a tell and everything like that. But he could only really get his music out to certain fan bases and stuff. He couldn't reach the broader audience because it was a physical one-to-one thing. You had to be in front of somebody. Now Mm -hmm. you can get in front of somebody while they're taking a shit. Like, just think about it like that. Like, you used to have to approach people at a gas station or, you know, open for a bigger act or something like that to get in front of somebody. Now you can do it while they're taking a shit. Like. Come on, man. You know, be you, be raw, be real, and you can get out there, man. And, yeah, I mean, you know, KP, I know what you're saying, man. Like, you know, with with trying to figure out what it is. Because, I mean, when you put out your your free jazz album, you really went outside of the norm for you. But you did something you wanted to do, and it resonated decent with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It it may have made a lot of your older supporters be like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. what the fuck's wrong with him? Which which version of him is real? The one I know or this one? Stuff like that. But, you know, you just kind of went out there on a limb and tried to do something and you saw the feedback. And so you're like, okay, well, let me figure out what I need to do the most and what I can do the most that yeah. makes me happy. And if you guys notice something... Yeah, he's got his drum stacked, stacked. Yeah. So, I am, like I said, I'm actually going to sell it. So. Yep. Yeah, we touched on this at the beginning of the last mm-hmm. episode. So, if you guys haven't watched that one, go check that one. But, but yeah, KP's going to sell his drums and stuff like that just so he can. In my contracts focus. with Soul Tone and, um, yeah, and, and um, uh, Collision Drumsticks. I mean, just in the contracts mm-hmm. with them. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to focus on just being, being a vocalist in my, in my songwriting and really work on singing with, um, singing for, for, uh, sync as well. Mm-hmm. Because, and here's another thing, guys, like a thing I kind of started realizing and I started thinking about this being said, there are a lot of great composers and musicians in sync licensing, y'all. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, a lot of great ones, instrumentalists and all. But you know what they're missing? Take a wild guess, y'all. What do y'all think they're missing? I would say they're missing. Well, yeah. What are they missing? Because I can think of some things that they don't have well, to deal okay. with. So what, what, they don't you, have what, to think. Do think? They don't have to think. They don't have to deal with the limelight. They're sitting back there. Well, no, no, just no, no. That's not what. I'm, but no, no. That's not what I'm. No. That's so not what I'm. What they're about. missing is the limelight, maybe. 
No. Okay. What What are they missing within the music? What do you think most of them are missing? Oh, the business aspect? No, not that. Uh, so what's up? Vocals. Rappers. Singers. Oh, yep. That's what go. they're missing. <laughs> and that's where it goes to what I was talking about the begin- in the middle of last episode, too, where I've been yeah. uh, starting to do hooks for fucking producers and for also for mm-hmm. artists as well, too. Yep. Yes. Because guess yeah. what? Because they're looking for... Because the thing is that film, commercials... Those things, they look, television shows, they want songs, mm-hmm. right? And again, you have a lot of great composers out there, but, and there's some great lyric writers too that can guide you. If you go into mm-hmm. sync licensing as a vocalist and you don't know what to write, you don't know how to approach the songs and things like that, a lot of the composers who are are involved, they will definitely give you a guide. guide and they will mm-hmm. guide you and they'll give you guidance in there. So, if you utilize your voice in sync, that's where a great way, another way you can monetize utilizing your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? some kind of, yeah, either in sync or just as a feature and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like with the with the first producer that hit me up, he, uh, and I was, as we were sitting here doing this, I had a message from somebody else who was mm-hmm. like, yo, man, this is a beat. I want you to hop on. Like I've had like 15 people over the course of 24 hours that want me to hop on a hook for them it's a hook yeah you know that's just me doing a few bars recording it sending it out and then saying have your Mm -hmm. have fun you know it's very very interesting because like and and, but the first guy who who had me get on there or whatever he (coughs) he is like look sometimes i i can write to some stuff but i'm not a rapper i'm not a singer and stuff like that so i like to find people like that that can do that and so Mm -hmm. he was like here's the lyrics that i had in mind take them and run with them however you see fit and so yep. like what I did was for the first, so I gave him two versions of a hook cause I kind of heard two different things. And so right. for the first version of the hook, which actually stuck for the hook on the song, I used his exact lyrics plus or minus like a word or two, right? Not very much change. Mm-hmm. And I used those and I put them down with a little bit of attitude and accentuation. Right. And then uh-huh. when I did the second one, I was kind of hearing something that was a little faster paced. And then that's when he hit me back and he said, Hey, and so, and what I did with the second one is I actually, it, he had four lines. And what I did was I flipped the lines around. So I just reversed the order. So I took the first two and moved them to the last two of the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I did that or whatever. And he was like, Hey man, could, could you finish that up and have it as a verse? And I'm like, okay, cool. So he, didn't guide me necessarily like he did unintentionally because he was like hey i just need you to spit this shit mix with it however you want to but this is kind of what i was seeing on it i'm like okay cool done deal boom done deal mm-hmm. that's basically like sync licensing honestly is what i'm doing yeah. and um and uh so so i did that or whatever and then he's like yo can you just keep going with whatever you feel because I, I like where you're going with this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so it's it's not that like i was just commissioned to spit these words like i'm a robot on tv no he's just like yo i like the creativity you put behind this i gave you a little bit of a a framework go you know what i'm saying and 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 you can do that with sync or you can do that with some non-traditional sync like basically what i'm doing you know and you can just tell me yeah Mm Yeah, you can just tell you can just tell people be like, "Hey, I'll do the hook for you, absolutely (laughs) free. You just give me name credit and ten percent of royalties." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for me, yeah, and the one like fuck ten percent done. You know, because you know if it if it hits, okay, cool. If it missed, no, they they don't have nothing's coming out of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not spending anything. Yeah, because the one I did, um, it was um, just I ended up just doing the lyric. I just did what the lyric i just uh, sang the lyrics that he wrote mm-hmm. and he gave me a guy he gave me a back track he sang it himself but i it was a back track a guidance for what he was looking for within the song mm-hmm. and only just i just mainly changed one word mm-hmm. that was it but i ended yeah. up just using his entire lyrics so yeah sometimes and, and a lot of times it's a lot it's easier to just do that when you're you know you just go ahead and follow the idea that they have and maybe you just change a word yeah. or two or something like that, and you could just go ahead and just boom. Yeah. So well, like yeah, I mean, easy it too. took me it took me maybe thirty minutes to record mm-hmm. both of those hooks real quick for him, and I sent him over to him on Friday night. Saturday morning, he listened to him and was like, "Yo, can you continue on with the verse?" And so I sat down, and it's not my most mentally complex verse, 
because it's like a trap song and stuff like that. So I was right. talking about, um, I'll let you listen to it, KP. But I, I basically, you know, was talking about, you know, I got the click clack on my size. TikTok is time to go or whatever, something like that. No, I said something mm-hmm. about like TikTok of the clock, click clack, TikTok of the Glock, click clack of the Glock is like one of the bars that I said in there and stuff like that, you know. So, um, you know, it was more of like like a trap type of shit, which is not what I'm usually known for, but I like playing around with that stuff sometimes. And but like I put it together in like no time and mm-hmm. and put it out there or whatever and just let him rock with it. I'm like, yo, this is kind of what I was seeing from my verse, blah, blah, blah. I put a fucking beat drop right here. And he actually expanded right. the beat drop and it sounds even better. And I'm like, yo, right here, just fucking slow-mo that part or pitch down that part, done deal. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's very, very simple. It's not me coming up with the whole thing. You know, yeah, I still do that. I still have fucking some tracks and that's one of the things too is that I have tracks that I was saving. I'm like, I'm not releasing them until I have a music video for them. But now with this new context of content that Nick is talking about and everything like that, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, I need to start doing content for those things, put them up on the streaming platforms and just kind of go from there. You know, right. it kind of blows away a little bit of my email marketing portion of what I was talking about, but I think that can still be used because just because you're putting out all your music on the streaming platform and you're promoting it on short form content. So it's already out there. People are listening. You can still convert people over to your email list and offer Mm -hmm. them free downloads on your website. You can offer them exclusives. So one thing that Nick does, which is fucking genius. And what's really interesting is he has all this fan base, right? billions of followers and all that stuff right he has an exclusive little community of only about twelve thousand of his fans that are in there they pay monthly to be in there and he actually lets them get first dibs on listening to some of his new songs and they get to vote on which one he should put out next you know what i'm saying that's dope you charge people you charge your fans five bucks a month for that yeah he's got twelve thousand people now but if you charge Five bucks a month for that. That's sixty dollars a year times a hundred people. That's six thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Times a thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars a year. And you're giving people who already like your music, who are already streaming it. You're getting some pennies off of that, fractions of a penny. You know, I know how pitiful it is over there, but still, you're getting that. And then you're also giving people the option to like, hey, if you want to go deeper, you want to have a sense of feeling like you're involved in this music with me. Yo, you can vote on my next thing. Go right here and subscribe. And you can do it in free mm-hmm. version in an email, or you can do it in a little private community on your fucking website. You know, because you can have a website and you can create a members only area and then you can run stuff over there. It's like a little community, like a little chat thing, like a little private Facebook. You can do that over there. There's all different kinds of ways you can skin the cat. So, you know, uh, yeah, like the, the possibilities are endless. And that's like the gist of everything that I've been wanting to say and everything that KP has been saying, not only for the last eight months, we've been doing the podcast, almost 30 episodes, but also for the, this video right here, this one hour long video of the independent podcast with Wendy day. Again, it's called how to make money as an independent artist with Wendy day on the independent podcast. And again, it's spelled independent without any vowels and it is, has so much information in it right there that if y'all don't listen to these two episodes and then listen to that episode from independent in its full, if y'all don't have hella motivation to go out there and start doing some shit after that, just quit because I shifted my focus from working on my music like eight, 10 months ago to focusing on helping people with marketing and stuff like that and focus on this podcast and stuff like that. I've put my music on the shelf. Now I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, let's let's go balls to the walls like we're gonna be wrapping this up i'm gonna grab some food and stuff like that and we're gonna go out and we're gonna film some shit like right now you know what i'm saying like we were gonna do right. it earlier in the day we were gonna do it like a little bit earlier but then me and kp had to film this a little later blah 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 inside back information that you don't give a fuck about but harcos is always horribly late and so is kp so it works together well for both of us but <laughs> but kp's not always as late as i am though i'll give him that but <laughs> but but yeah like if y'all don't have motivation to do this shit 
and to think outside the box and stop limiting yourself by all these structural things that you think are in your way or that may even actually be in your way. If you don't figure out a way, then it is what it is. You're just going to either have to stick with it as a hobby or just just quit in total. I don't know what else to say, you know? So, but yeah, any final thoughts, KP? Nah, man, just, just, uh, I think we summed it up well, man. Absolutely. So keep on tuning in. This was the first ever part two that we've ever done because there was so much information in this thing. There was still a little bit other things that I pointed out, like um, working with labels and getting your stuff on radio. I don't really think that's necessary for us to talk about because that's high level shit. They talk about that in the podcast as well, too. Talk about some other things in there. It's a dope fucking podcast. Make sure you go check out the independent podcast. If you're an artist, keep listening to us, obviously, for our own self-interest. But also go listen to what some of these other people are doing. People like Nick D, if you're a producer, go listen to Kyle Beats. He's doing the same thing. Uh, Kato on the track. Those guys are also other people I've been checking out here recently who are artists and who are telling people how to navigate this 100% independently. Like they're doing it for free on YouTube. So all you got to do is spend some time. And if you got a job like me where you can put one earbud in and listen to shit all day, just gain that knowledge, man. Fill that fucking brain up with positive shit instead of nonsense bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Don't fuck politics. Fuck all the divisive culture out there in the world. Fuck your latest reality show, stuff like that. Get some knowledge in your motherfucking brain. You want to take an hour out of your day and decompress and just have nonsense going through your mind? Okay, cool. But for the rest of your day, be plotting and planning and fucking strategizing to get your life into a place where you're actually fucking happy and where you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do all the time. People always say, oh, why don't you ever have fun, Harkos? Why don't you ever let loose? Because what the fuck am I going to celebrate? Mediocrity? No, that ain't shit to me. I'm not going to fucking go out on a Friday night just because it's Friday and I finished my week to celebrate another day of getting a fucking check and not getting any progress in my life. No, I'll celebrate with a fucking vacation once I'm actually fucking self-funded by my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that and that, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, keep tuning in here to Music Making Sense Podcast. I'm going to shut the fuck up. We're going to get the fuck up out of here. And KP is going to play his favorite song of every time we keep the episode. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Word. Holla. It's a different one? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. With that lady moaning, I thought it was a porn you were watching it for a second. <laughs> Yeah. We out, y'all. Y'all have fun.